0: hey there everyone welcome to the reading project podcast all right today we have sarah travers with us sarah is a former primary school teacher turned online reading tutor she has two girls one of which she has just started teaching to read they're an expat family from the uk and currently living in germany Like many families, they connect with their family and friends using video calls and have been trying to make reading a part of this experience. I can't wait to dive into this topic. We have done many a Zoom read aloud with family and friends when our children uh, were growing up and have had our kids read out loud to family members via video conferencing tools. So I'm excited to talk more about using your virtual village to help support raising readers in your home. All right, let's go. Welcome to the Reading Project podcast hosted by yours truly, Ashley D. Mercurio from Your Reading Tutor, LLC. I am a private reading tutor, podcaster, virtual summit host, and business mentor. I'm also a wife and a homeschooling mama to my two kiddos. My mission is to help families, caregivers, and educators build stronger and more confident readers one episode at a time. I want you to know that you don't have to be a teacher to help your struggling reader. Over the last few years, I have helped dozens of families and students, including my own son, move from being reluctant to confident readers. And I'm here to show you that you can too. Thank you so much for being here and listening to the podcast. I'd love to know you're out there, so take a screenshot of the episode you're listening to and share it on Instagram. Tag me at Your Reading Tutor. Okay, let's do it. All right, everyone. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Yeah, I'm really excited. I know we've been talking about doing a podcast interview for a little while now, so it's great that we were able to connect, and I love this topic that we're going to be talking about. But before we dive into that, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and sort of your journey in education?
1: So my name's Sarah and I am originally from the UK but we currently live in Germany and we lived in Qatar for a few years as well so we are an expert family. I was a primary school teacher for about five years at a school in the UK and then an international school so um, yeah we've been around a bit. Uh, The last few years I kind of took a bit of time off um, to look after my I had one daughter and I have two and I was online reading tutoring for a while and now I'm kind of trying to support parents and people at home with helping with the reading journey so that it kind of fits in with my family life as well. So I actually started teaching my own daughter to read because since we've moved to Germany, they actually start school a lot later than other countries. So she won't start to read until she's six whereas if we stayed in the UK she would have been she's four now she would have been starting to learn to read there so we're kind of she's kind of getting the best of both worlds which is really nice she's kind of she's going to kindergarten but it's actually all day they choose where they go and play they go out on field trips all the time they're not expected to do any academic work at all (laughs) they seem to have birthday parties every other week but I've kind of been topping up the kind of more academic things at home just in case like we need to move somewhere else but it's it's really nice like seeing she kind of gets to go at her own pace which is kind of what I think what everyone kind of wants their child to be doing but unfortunately systems don't necessarily <laughs> allow <align> for that <laughs> so yeah yeah yeah
0: absolutely I know that was a big that's a big perk for us with homeschooling is that Celia our daughter is six and we've been working with her on all the pre-reading skills but like she's still hasn't totally mastered it yet and I know if she was in public school it would be a lot more pressure on her to get it you know get it right
1: <laughs> it's been interesting talking to my husband but he's like yeah should you should you be reading or should you be doing this and so I was like well we, she's just trying it and like if she wants to do it we kind of let her and then like and she's so happy when she can can do it but yeah it, it's not the kind of pressure of like well all your friends at school are doing it why why are you not doing it it's very much like you're probably the only person in your class who's actually having a go. (laughs) Yeah,
0: right. That's really cool. Okay. So since you live, um, it sounds like you live far away, probably from some of your family and friends. And you mentioned to me, do you live far away from your family and friends? You're using the internet and virtual conferencing tools to stay connected with them. And you're also incorporating,
1: incorporating reading into that, right? Yeah. So We've kind of, we've always been talking to family using, um, it was Skype to start with. And then we moved on to um, WhatsApp calls and sometimes Zoom, depending on who we're talking to. Um, So we've kind of, ever since my first daughter was born, she's always seen that, like that's kind of what she's grown up with, what she knows. Um, And then even like during when we were in the pandemic and in lockdowns, The uh my at the time we actually were in the UK and my parents only live around the corner but we were still talking to them virtually so but one of the things we found that was really um hooking her particularly when she was starting to get a bit older because she just would not sit still for a video call (laughs) and anyone who's got small children will know that they don't like are you going to talk to grandma no I'm gonna go over here and do this (laughs) and trying to get them to sit down and like it's so we started trying to do reading with her like them reading a story to her and like every time she sits and has a call with them I say she's like can I have a story can I have a story and like they literally have a stack of books next to them like ready to go like which one do you want today and she will sit there and like is transfixed by the story and she remembers exactly what they read and it's nice that sometimes I'll read when we do finally get to see them face to face they'll actually read the story with her as well which is is really really nice
0: yeah okay so what tips do you have for families who want to you know start using video conferencing to help their kids with reading
1: yeah so the first like first thing is just to get a book and get started but I think the tech sometimes can be a bit of a you kind of had to get used to it particularly if people aren't used to using it for educational purposes like we found particularly with like her grandparents they're used to kind of talking maybe face to face kind of thing but not holding things up trying to not even attempting to do screen shares that was like one step too far but I'm um, like I've taught them about holding the book up to them so that she can see the pictures because they kept trying to read the book like in front of them so it's making sure that they can see the pictures I was even the other day I was teaching my mum to turn the camera around so that she had the she has a kindle fire and I was like if you hold it above then she can see the my daughter can see the text and see the pictures then turning that around because it's like she doesn't necessarily have to see your face the whole time turning around because my husband sometimes does that as well if as if he's working abroad and we're somewhere else cause that also happens as well. Um he'll do it on his phone and just turn it round. And so she can see the pictures and she's, he's even done like chapter books with her. Like she's been that like transfixed by it. So yeah, making sure that the tech that like they know to make it about the book but it's not always about the book it's kind of the connection as well. It's not just like, can we get through this whole book? It's like, can you ask some questions like kind of thing as well.
0: Right, yeah, absolutely. I love that you mentioned the the tech part like being able to um like help your parents their grandparents or whoever it is like with little tips like that that they may not realize by just flipping the camera around at different parts they can focus on the book versus focusing on their face and that's a good tip.
1: I think sometimes like I know as like as an educator I'm used to just holding a book up and like pointing and exactly where it is but I think a lot of we kind of take that for granted that not everyone knows how to read to children. Um, so it's like, yeah, like I've, we've been that through that with them, like make sure you turn it around, make sure they can see the pictures. And she will tell them like, I can't see the book. Where's the book? So she, she will call them out on it as well. So yeah, we've, we've been through that with them, like explaining like, this is what you do. And like, they, they also tend to use like a, sometimes you will use a laptop so that they can balance it properly and hold the book too. Yeah, that helps.
0: So you were just starting to talk about questions about the book and so did you have to tell your parents how to ask questions?
1: Yeah a little bit like we've started that's kind of something new we've kind of started doing with her and like asking her like about the front cover like what what do you think is going to happen in this book and or what did this character do Um, because we have have started beginning to read chapter books with her now as well so that she um, and she's really got into that so it's kind of getting used to that development of simple questions like what's happened, what do you think is going to happen next? And like expanding that out as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think the the simple questions part is important to highlight for our listeners because, you know, a big part of what we do here is really trying to empower and encourage families and believing they don't have to be they don't have to be a teacher to help their child. And you know, so these kinds of questions we're talking about are you know just simple around character setting plot right like just helping them notice
1: yeah because I know when I talk to my mom about it she's like well I want to help her but I just don't really know how to like what what do you recommend for me to do and I said well just keep it simple make the connection with her like that's that's the nice thing and she'll also do other things like not just about books so earlier on in the year they planted some sunflower seeds and like every time they've been checking in on that and she goes out and she takes the camera outside and she shows it to them and they, they normally have a tour of the garden as well and, like, <laughs> and she'll like to show them a bit like this that's another kind of connection point like in that kind of like virtual village that they like, kind of they have which is which is nice and there's another thing for them to talk to her about as well like to because I think it is hard and he's, like they I just find kids like unless you're leading it they don't necessarily they can't talk over the video all the time like they they find it hard
0: <laughs> right yeah absolutely I think it takes some time to learn sort of how to do that I know my daughter does a uh, virtual play dates sometimes with some of our friends back where we used to live in Vermont and they do a lot of like you know, the camera's just there and they're sort of talking and sometimes I'll sit nearby and be like, Oh, you know, ask her about this, ask her what she's going to be for Halloween or, you know, and try to give her like little prompts and to get her talking. It's a lot of show and tell though. And a lot of, you know, right? but, um, we used to do story time over, I think we started on zoom or Skype also. And I have this great picture of my son, like just little, like two or three years old, like leaning
1: in with the iPad. right there. So.
0: I love this idea of like your virtual community, you know, because
1: it's it's so hard, like being away, like and everyone says it takes a village to raise a child, but like it just doesn't look like that anymore. Like it's and everyone's kind of well, how can I get them to help? Like, it, I mean, even if you live in the same town, like it's un, it's likely that you are still using some kind of virtual connection to help with raising kids.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's I think that's a really good question that you bring up about you know, that phrase, it takes a village and how that, what that did really come from a different way of living and how people are spread out now. And I feel like, especially after the pandemic, there's, I don't know, like, it seems even like now we're trying to come back together and and rebuild those relationships and stuff. And people seem kind of spread out. I know I, we've like had to put it on the calendar with family, like, let's make a point of calling like on this day at this time, because, you know, everybody gets busy. (laughs) Yeah. And it doesn't happen, but yeah, people, can your, your friends and your family all over can help your children with their literacy skills or their math skills or whatever, uh, virtually now. So,
1: and it's just, I think it's just having ideas that you can, to use that. Like, I think we will eventually get to the step where I can kind of explain to them how to use games with her and stuff, but don't think we're quite at that point. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. And if you are
0: able to see each other in real life ever, you can always use like a little bit of that time to sort of, uh, explain how to do some of the tech or show them that that piece of it um I know during the pandemic we did some like virtual like if we have the game and they have the game like we both get the game out and you're like sort of playing it but you do have to adapt a little bit it's not exactly the same
1: <laughs> we've done like Magnetiles where we've had a set they've had a set and they've built like a tower and she'll be like oh can I do it this way and that way and that that's that's nice like that's good kind of thing yes
0: and all even those communication skills are important for literacy as well so it's not just about the reading like you said it's about you know developing relationships and connection and exploring each other's lives and um all of those things I we have a family member that does a lot of like you know I'm taking you out to the garden or you know we're going so
1: that's really fun I um, my uh, mother in law likes to draw pictures for her and she'll actually put them in the post then and then like mail them over to her so she can open them up and see them <laughs> yeah that's quite the nice and it'd be nice when she gets to the point where she can like write letters and send them to her too so she...
0: yeah yeah absolutely well that's really cool all right anything else you think our listeners need to know about using your virtual uh village to help raise a reader
1: and so I think it's just keeping it making it a bit of a routine like um as I said she always asks for books so uh, so they do make sure that they have them there but you can always hear me go can you go and get that one she wants that one there's <laughs> always it's always the granddad who has to go off and go find the book and then come back down again. um yeah so making sure you've got the tech making sure like you're you're ready for it um and like prepping like the grandparent, or whichever family member it is, like saying, "Oh, this is what they're learning now," or even kind of saying, "Oh, this is what I'm, they've done this we Ask them about this, then it might kind of lead into that conversation. That's yeah, helps helps Yeah, that's great.
0: I think it's important too to like keep it keep it light in a way that I, you sort of touched on this earlier. But because you have that connection, you you may be able to get the child to like answer more questions, you know, cause you have that relationship. But on the other hand, you also have to be the one that notices, okay, maybe they need a break or, you know, they're this, they aren't really into this book. So, um, you know, we're going to move on from it <laughs> and that's okay too. There's yeah.
1: well, sometimes I find it interesting. We, we look at it, we're thinking, she doesn't really like, cause she sometimes likes to like, I don't know if you've had it where your kids are like, they press the button and I like to keep flicking the camera around. And I'm like, she's doing that. But, and then we're like, does she want to finish but we'll get to the end of which like can I have another story can I have another one so sometimes like it might look like they don't want another one but like they will happily do like want another story it might be that she just likes pressing the button but yes yeah.
0: <laughs> yes probably yeah and I think that's like a, a kind of a sign of our times where you mentioned that she's touching the buttons and I, I've talked to parents who say oh well my my child, I try to read to them and they get up and walk around and play. And I'm like, but it's like the same kind of thing, right? Like it's still valuable. You're still reading to them. They're hearing the stories. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're
1: still learning. (laughs) And we've also had to talk to her about like, you have to finish a phone call like nicely as well, rather than it just being like, and she'll just turn the button off and they'll be like, bye oh okay like we're like you have to have that kind of like finishing it off because <laughs> she literally would just like she'd worked out she knows how to turn it off and like and then we have the funny thing we're like do you want to t- turn nana off now and she'll press the button <laughs> mum's like oh she's gone now then okay. <laughs> so, okay it's like learning that kind of okay <laughs> yes I'm sure people
0: Yeah, everyone, I'm sure lots of people listening can relate to that. I know we sure can. Um, So yeah, that's really great. All right. So I love to wrap up interviews by talking about uh, favorite books, books you're reading with your daughters or uh, books that are good for this kind of online learning. Sort of just wrap it up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I think definitely with the online learning kind of one it's like the the, the picture books um well not, not the picture, like the picture the books that have got um really nice bright pictures in um we found one a few months ago which is oh, what's the name of it it's by tom fletcher and it's called i think it's look
0: i can look it up after the episode and and see if i can find some of his titles
1: yeah but it's got like as you open the book like it asks you to like it's got a dragon in it and it like it's inside the book and you kind of have to blow it it blows fire you have to blow the page to kind of put the fire out you have to turn it around to tip the, the the dragon out and then there's a there's the one with a monster as well the monster goes into your rooms you have to quickly close the book and it's all kind of like it's really nice like and you have to shout for it to come back um I'll try and send you the the name for it cause like, I, it's like it's gone from my mind right now what it is <laughs>
0: that's okay it kind of reminds me of a book we have called nibbles where the this little monster like nibbles its way through the pages of these books and sometimes he falls into like red little red riding hood and then you there's like a little book within the book that you have to open and see where nibbles is going and it's pretty cool all right so that so you know
1: oh it's yeah here it is it's there's a monster in your book I don't know if you can see my phone in your book yeah
0: there's a monster in your book all right yeah we'll make sure to include that in the show notes
1: oh and it's in apparently in lots of different languages as well
0: Ah, fantastic <laughs> okay so you know looking for picture books with engaging um illustrations and that's really great
1: and but we as I said we've also done chapter books as well she we really, she started to get into I don't know if you have Roald Dahl books have you've heard about Yeah, so um, she's started to get into those ones. I I used to love Matilda as a child. We haven't got to that one, but she's been reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and we've read it so many times now. She really likes that. Because to start with, she was like, it hasn't got any pictures in. And I were like, well, just listen to it. And now she keeps talking about all the different characters. And it's just like, it's like that transition, like when they suddenly go, it's like my imagination. I can, it's not, I don't need pictures anymore. And it's, yeah, that's nice.
0: (laughs) That's really great. I know my son was reading with his Nana a long time ago when they were younger. The draft, the Pelly and Me. I think that's Roald Dahl too. Yeah, we, we love the BFG. We're huge BFG fans. <laughs> I can't wait to read The Witches with my son. He's 10 and I'm like, he could probably handle it now. But yeah, that's a good one too. All right, great. Yeah, Roald Dahl are great, great books for sure. And we're trying to get our daughter Celia, she's six, into some chapter books, but she's still really really loves you know the picture books so
1: <laughs> yeah we've also always had I get the Julia Donaldson books like there's so many of those ones and they have amazing pictures in. Them. so we we've read the Gruffalo and all those ones yeah they, we love those ones
0: <laughs> yes I love the Gruffalo did is that who wrote um Room on the Broom is that the same one yeah okay that's what I thought yeah, so we have that one. We always pull that out around Halloween, and then we will read it forever. So, uh, <laughs> note to self: get out room on the broom. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for for coming on and chatting with us about this. I think it's a really timely topic, and that it will help families to see that you know other people are doing this, and you get have some great tips for how they can sort of get started. And
1: yeah. And it just kind of makes you kind of feel like it's not all about you making sure that you're reading, like other people can get involved. Like it's, it it does take a village, but it's a different kind of village.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And sometimes your children might listen more attentively when it isn't you trying to do the extra reading, right? All right. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that short and sweet episode with Sarah Travers. I think even though it was a short and sweet episode, it is a really timely topic and something that we need to consider as we continue to raise readers in this new world. And what does our village look like now? I just love that she brought in that that saying, it takes a village, but the village looks a little different right now. And how are we using... Uh, these virtual tools to connect our children with their family and friends that live all over the world. So I think her, her biggest tips were to make sure, you you know, first of all, you just got to start, right? We all have to start somewhere. It might feel a little hard at first. It might be a little clunky, but you will get better and you can experiment with the tech, right? Flipping the camera around front and back so that the child can see the pictures that you're looking at. And, um, you know, having books handy so you could say, "Do you want this one or this one?" And, you know, it takes a little bit of practice to to really feel like you've got the hang of it. But the only way to get there is to start. So grab a book, get started. Talk to your family about how you can help and support the kiddos uh, with their reading and asking simple questions about the characters and the setting and what do they think is going to happen next. And also be prepared to support your family in learning how to use the tech. My tip is to keep it carefree and easy though, right? You want it to be a fun time to connect with your family and friends and not be pressure about, you know, drilling your children like on the reading skills, right? It's a fun time to connect and engage with them over a book to help develop that culture of literacy and that love of stories with the children in your family. All right, everyone, until next time, keep reading thank you all so much for listening it truly means the world to me if you love this podcast and have found it helpful and you want to help us reach more families you could do one of two things or both just take a screenshot and text your three best friends or teacher friends encouraging them to check out the podcast or take a moment and head on over to itunes and leave us a five-star review i love reading the reviews and hearing what you're enjoying about the show and how the show is helping you at home And I'd love to be able to give you a shout out on the show and share your review with everyone. So thanks again, until next time, keep reading.